0: Back to batting around. It's batting around. It's a baseball podcast. I am co host Jane. With me, as always, is Lauren. I'm Lauren and Steven. You. yo, indeed. And first time guest, one I'm excited about because I can finally talk about the twins <laughs> with somebody. <laughs> it's Cooper Lund. How's it going, Cooper? Thanks for having me on. Excited
1: to talk about uh, the growing pit of despair that we both have <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> after like such a good week. After literally the best week that the uh, Twin Sands have had in 21 years.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe that's a good place to start is to recap the week. We're recording on Sunday morning on the 8th. Uh, just got through an incredible first day of the divisional series rounds last night. Uh-huh. Uh, some After some pretty great wildcard games, I got to say for everybody, unless you're like a, Ray, a Rays fan or a, a Marlins fan somehow. Florida, Florida, baseball fans in general, <laughs> are just a fucking atrocious. <laughs> atro- atrocious life. Let's just call it an atrocious life.
0: Uh, I think it was especially bad for Rays fans and Jays fans because they both now have their own little budding curses that their their fan bases <laughs> are talking about. Or they both lost a lot of playoff series in a row or playoff games in a row mm-hmm. that like the, the the twins broke their streak
2: yeah do you have wisdom for those fan bases about like what what it what it feels like to go through that and as an elder who's
3: been there before
2: exactly as as
0: a sports misery elder you know cooper <laughs> might have some uh more insight but honestly my advice is uh no, it's just going to suck. Like <laughs> it's just it's just going to fe- if it's anything like the Twins one, it's just going to feel bad for literally two decades.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's it's going to feel bad and like every time you're going to think, okay, maybe this time will be different and every time you're going to get kind of smacked in the face. Like I remember I was thinking about this. Like I went to um a bar uh Lake Street um up in Greenpoint that is talking, it's nominally Minnesota themed. Uh, one of the drummer the drummer for the Hold Steady is one of the like co-owners of it. Um <clears throat> And like I went there and I was thinking about it. Like the last time I was there to watch Twins Baseball was twenty nineteen, where I was thinking, like, okay, maybe Randy Dobnik has a good game against the Yankees in with him. And yeah. So like, yeah. I <laughs> was gonna have that hope. And then that hope is just gonna get like dashed immediately. So mm-hmm. no, like just you gotta strap in, you know.
0: It's gonna be bad. But these curses, these streaks, they do eventually break. Ask the fucking Cubs. Like mm-hmm. ask their fans, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like yeah, ask the you Red know, Sox. it might yeah, it might last for a long time, but it will. end. You might actually. be dead before it ends, but yeah. it won't. Yeah. It will end. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you're, you, the, the universe doesn't revolve around you, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like-
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I have less sympathy for the Rays who were in the World Series, what, three years ago? Like- yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. losing some playoff series, but also like maybe don't put the stadium in St. Pete anymore. I don't know.
0: That's really funny. Like they had the really bad attendance and the ESPN was pretty brutal towards them. That was so unnecessary. That,
2: it, especially in the context of the Braves game last night where there were clearly yeah. a lot of open seats at, at that stadium too there and there that were totally un- uncommented on. And it was a Saturday night game of the
0: Braves it was not yeah,
2: Thursday at 3 p.m. yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I- Tuesday <laughs> Wednesday 3 p.m. uh 3 p.m. at a like hard to get to stadium because like it's it's not Ray's fans fault that their stadium is in a fucking stupid spot and that that's where the ownership wants to put the new one too, like across the street <laughs> So, so I was yeah. I was
1: actually at the trop uh for spring training this year because the uh Rays like their spring training site got completely demolished by hurricanes. So they were just doing spring training mm. games in the trop. And like downtown St. Pete is very nice. It's just there's this weird like concrete bunker looming over the entirety of it's so like <laughs> i kind of get why you'd want to put it there because it's a nice area but it's also like really far from where everybody else was like we were on the causeway to get into tampa after that game for like 45 minutes and so it's just Jesus. Like, hey, you got to put it where like the people are which is you know the other side of the bay
2: yeah or have some public transit build a nice little yeah. build a nice little gondola like they were planning on doing here across the, from Georgetown to uh Rosslyn or whatever. <laughs> I had a I had, when
3: I went to the Trop, I was there for work. I was in I was in the Tampa Bay for work and I had a I had like an event in I forget where it was, I, somewhere maybe even in Tampa, I don't know. But I saw that the Rays were home the night before and I'm like getting tickets. So I literally I literally stayed at the hotel across the street from the trop because I'm like, I got a rental car to go to my event. So, like, why wouldn't I just grab this one? And it sucks. Like, (laughs) I was across the street from Tropicana Field and walking from my hotel to the ballpark took like 20 minutes.
0: It was a nightmare. We and... need to have like a Dunkirk style evacuation <laughs> for every Rays game now.
2: Yeah. I actually I just had a thought. Here's my thought. Um I'm always a big believer that we should have more uh, Art Deco Batman animated series style whimsy in the world. Yeah. So what I'm proposing is a public private partnership for the <laughs> team to pay half of the cost of a ferry across the water. And Yeah. For that contribution to the city, they can make the ferry look like a giant stingray. Okay, but that's
3: so
1: sick. That, that fits the aesthetics of Tampa perfectly. Like, I don't think <laughs> you even need to like put the private money in there. They're just gonna go like, oh, it looks like a giant ray. The city will pick up the tab.
0: Look, it's a giant, it's a, it's a giant ray, and it rolls coal the whole time you're going through there. <laughs> like, yeah, just get it done, make it happen.
1: So, Jane, question for you: Yeah, where were you the last time that the Twins won a playoff game? Because I was like, I. I got um, drinks with a friend to watch the game on Tuesday. Um, and we were talking about this and like, I can't actually remember where I was because I was, God, I was like 15 years old.
0: I would mm-hmm. have been, cause it would have been 2002. I would have just turned 14, like a month before that. So I guess I was like, what? A, in eighth, gr- eighth grade. Yeah. Yeah. I would have been in eighth grade the last time it happened. I don't remember anything that happened in eighth grade. <laughs> no, I, I don't remember like, middle school
1: like at all. That's just like a weird blur in my mind. And so, like,
0: yeah, just... yeah, like it's a closeted trans kid. Like I've completely blurred out every yeah, part of my life. <laughs> like that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no fucking
0: way! Like
2: very conscious effort not to retain those memories. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Absolutely not. Like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't remember watching. I bet I watched those games. I don't remember it at all.
1: Yeah, my, my I, dad doesn't even remember those games. Like, I, I was at the the <laughs> twenty in two thousand and two. I went to one of the Angels games with him in the Dome. Like, we were up yeah. all the way up on the left field line, and he just doesn't remember it. And like, yeah, that makes sense. And I, the thing that I'm discovering with this is and Steven, I think that you probably went through this last year. I don't have any healthy coping strategies right now for like when my team <laughs> is in the playoffs and doing no. well, because like, it's like, okay, yeah, we get bounced after three games and then I watch another team and now it's like,
0: Oh no! I have to keep My doing this. My immune system doesn't have that. <laughs> yeah. Like it really, it really doesn't. Yeah, I think the closest thing I have to a memory of those the 2002 last time they won a series is the end of Moneyball when you see Eddie Gordato jumping up and down. I think that's like the closest <laughs> thing I have.
2: I I am still glad that you're the one that we're having you on to discuss this because I've been spending a lot of time in the Discord this week because it's a fun way to watch games because there's no Twitter anymore. Yeah. Um, and if we asked any of the fans on there, they would all be like i was like one year old yeah, yeah that would really depress me yeah. oh my
0: god yeah they're, I, uh, I love them
2: but they're all like like 20 years it's insane
1: could i actually tell a family story about playoff baseball coach please strategies? let's go um so i was two i would have been two i think when the um twins were in the 91 world series and my dad went to all the 87 games and all the 91 games and this is this is like a cherished family story i actually asked him if i could tell it on the podcast um and so he was at game six when Kirby Pocket hits the home run, the whole mm-hmm. like, we'll see you tomorrow night. And so afterwards, they're in downtown Minneapolis and you can't get out. Everybody's losing their minds. And so they go to they go to a strip club. They go to solid gold because back in like the 80s, <laughs> there were only really strip clubs in downtown Minneapolis. I have a
0: uh, tradition I do with some of my friends called Twins and Twins, where uh, me and a bunch of my girlfriends go to a strip club after a Twins game. It's uh, it's, it's in the North fun. Loop.
1: Yeah, it, it's yeah, very yeah, convenient. Exactly. So, for and like the North Loop is like the part just north of Target Field for those of you that don't have a bunch of like unique Minneapolis geography knowledge. But my dad and his friends, it was him and three friends, um, wander into Solid Gold, which I believe is closed now. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, and they get in there and the place is packed and there's nobody dancing and they're very confused by this. And so they get a drink and they, they're looking around and then they realize why there's nobody dancing because they look up in the VIP section, which is on a balcony. And there in the VIP section was Olive ZZ Top surrounded by every dancer in the bar. Um, and they were all like, drinking champagne from the bottles and dancing on tables.
0: That whips. That's so cool. Like, I asked about it. Like, yeah, it
1: just looked like a ZZ Top video up there.
0: That's incredible. <laughs> the songs were playing like out of nowhere. Like they just they just uh, like it came from the ether, like mm-hmm. just sharp dressed man is playing or something. There's no deep me like, you all but, your love like, in?
1: Yeah, tush is going.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely Tush or Legs <laughs> or any of those songs, yeah.
1: Lizzy <laughs> Top is secretly like the horniest band of all time. Like... i
0: don't think it's that secret <laughs> ah, <fair enough. laughs> i
1: think most people like our age don't notice it but like it yeah. is very blatant
0: because because we yeah. just kind of grew up with it but i mean i always i always grew up like every time my dad heard cz top on the radio he's like sleazy top like so Great.
2: i don't know yeah it's like the, the nice cowboy band from back to the future three yes <laughs> <laughs> lauren and
0: i are on the same page
2: yeah we do that cool guitar flippy trick what's that about i don't know oh yeah <laughs> where the, 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 of,
0: the the spinny guitars Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's guitar goes spinny. Um, I don't know what are we talking about. We're talking about baseball. So, twins and
3: twins baseball.
0: Twins twins and strategies. Yeah, we're, I was extremely, extremely, extremely anxious going into this wild card series, and a lot of people were were favoring the Blue Jays going into this. And even then, I was getting kind of mad. I was like, I don't know. I think people are kind of disrespecting this Twins team, like, because <laughs> it's just the the whole narrative has always been al central is so bad someone had to win it but i'm like they're they're better than that and i know i spent like this entire season most of this season saying that this is a miserable twins team to watch because it was Mm -hmm. up until the all-star break basically it was a miserable team to watch their offense was not clicking at all uh it was just like great pitching performances and then like no capitalizing on it. It was it was uh-huh. a miserable like first place team to watch. Like it truly truly was. But like after the All-Star break, they turned into a like really good offense actually. <laughs> like all their rookies <laughs> came up and were great. They didn't pitch quite as well, but they pitched extremely well and then down the stretch, like their bullpen got reinforced and they were great. And so like I was kind of just like, you know, I I I felt good about that. I'm like, I think they actually do have a shot at this. It wasn't like 2019 where I was like, God, they're just going to run into the fucking Yankees. Like, and I, you know, I have to be like optimistic, but like this felt better. And we have
1: starting pitching, which like is yeah. the currency of the playoffs. And so I, right. I looked at that and like, we've talked about this. It's sort of like, we have so many starters, they're turning into relievers. That's a good sign. And like the, mm-hmm. the bats coming alive and like young, like we got to talk about Royce Lewis at a certain point, just because he is,
0: mm-hmm. Basically, the entirety of the Twins' offense right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt terrible leading up to that game, even though, like, in my mind, I knew they had actually had a better shot than I think people thought they did. But after game one, like, I truly did feel so much better. Like, there had been so much lifted mm-hmm. off of me. But still, like, he went. If you win one game and then get bounced out of the wild card round, that's still is, that's still not great either. Mm-hmm. Like they had to win that second game, like mm-hmm. to do it. But now it's just a whole new bag, like you know, can of worms.
2: Yeah, I think that like you heard it a lot about the from a lot of people, like, oh, if they just win one game, I'll be happy. I think that's like pure bullshit. Mm-hmm. That was I think bullshit. you you want you want to fucking win. You want to yeah. win the whole fucking thing. That's part mm-hmm. of being a fan. And somebody yeah, that
1: said that multiple times, like that was cope. Like that was me <laughs> setting myself up for failure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it was like. You know, hedging your bets is basically what that was. That was saying, like, well, I'm not going to be personally embarrassed. You can't clown on me if I say all I want them to do is win one. Like, but that's not how this works.
4: No.
3: as a as a sports misery elder, what like I fuck. Just Steven, I, Steven, I've had been,
0: a... Steven I've been miserable about sports, no, I'm, I'm not. No, no, no. I was asking you, I was trying to, I was trying hoping to, to give us and advice. Then I lost my
3: tra- train of thought. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, I can't give you uh, advice, <laughs> Cooper. You had a really interesting post. I thought about all this about approaching, and I'm not sure if that was like in the moment you were feeling this, or if it's something you thought about previously or want to expand on about um sports fandom I as mean, like a non religious faith. I thought was really interesting.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I'm not a man of faith. Like I've got a lot of Catholic schooling just because that's kind of how it works out in Minnesota sometimes, mm-hmm. yeah. um, especially team, in central team. Minnesota. Yeah. Um, and like, it is, it's one of those things where like you put faith in your team, right? Like you are believing in this group of guys that they can actually like do this thing. And I'm mm-hmm. like, like faith in like the religious sense where like it gets potentially rewarded after you die. You have to live with this year after year. And so you put faith in these teams <laughs> And then like you get instant feedback and mm-hmm. after 20 years, like, I don't know, the feedback is always bad. And like, it's worse for me personally. Like if I can talk about like my journey as a sports fan in this regard, like I have not lived in Minnesota for almost 10 years now. And so I will like, I'll pick up a local team. And so like, I was rooting for the Washington Nationals in 2014 when it was like Bryce Harper's hitting the <laughs> shit out of the ball. <laughs> like Steven Strasburg is great. And then they go into the playoffs and, Clayton and they Hersha lose happened. Uh, yeah exactly and they <laughs> lose every game immediately like um mm-hmm. i remember that 18 inning game um and then like the mets last year like i was looking at the mets and going okay this is going to be fun they're going to be world beaters and we get one win where they look really really bad and it's just like oh yeah this is over um and so it's like it, you start to think like <clears throat> because i don't know curses are also personal so i wondering like hey is this me is this a me yeah. problem <laughs> because it's happened three times and like me and Jane don't have to talk about the Vikings, but, you know, there's also no. that lurking in our <laughs> backgrounds here.
0: You can go watch the, uh, you know, the Secret Base video on the Vikings. Specifically watch the one about the uh, 1990s. Yeah. And like, <laughs> oh, God, that was hard. That was hard <laughs> to watch, personally. You know? I I completely get the is it me
3: question because I feel like literally up until last year, Uh, because the Phillies were never in it, I was like, oh, okay, I like playoff baseball. I'll just, uh, like, I'll have a ranking of a series of, like, what teams I want and what teams I don't. And, like, oh, here are my bandwagon teams. And it's not that I have one. I have several. Mm -hmm. I always picked several. And they all always lost. And, like, (laughs) for, like, since I've been a baseball fan, every World Series up until last year was either... Two teams I hate or a team that I'm like, fine, I wasn't rooting for you at the start, but your opponent is just so awful that I have to support you. And it just it felt so much. It was just like, oh, I want this this team to win. That means I am cursing them personally.
1: Well, the other thing that I struggle with, like having that ranking is that I used to be the, like, okay, the Twins are in the playoffs. I can like also pick this team, and there's never going to be problems with it. But now I'm looking at it, and the calculus is different because, like, Lauren, I would love to see the O's do well, but also uh-huh. if the O's run into the Twins, then that becomes a problem for mm-hmm. me in the same way that, like, <laughs> you guys have predicted doom for your podcast if it ends up being Twins-Phillies, you know?
2: Thankfully, it doesn't really look like the Orioles are going to do too much.
1: <laughs> I mean, we can say that about the Twins after last night as well. It's, so It's one game. <laughs> it's one, yeah,
0: right? Yeah, we can talk about the games last night, too. I guess we can transition into that we can go from our uh, metaphysical crises here <laughs> into, the, into just updates from yesterday's divisional series like get a little more vulgar <laughs> with it here Um, so yeah first off rangers orioles Bra- rangers win was a three two
2: yeah it was I, I, you know you shouldn't count out either team there but yeah. the rangers just did show their offense is like top to bottom like all 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 heat mm-hmm Mm-hmm. And the Orioles not so much, maybe
0: like when I watch the Orioles, I really have a hard time figuring out how they won one hundred and two games or whatever. Okay, yeah, they have a lot of like good players, but like their offense isn't that great. John really, Berthal, from...
2: friend of the pod, made a good point on Twitter. that this, It was pretty much like what watching the regular season Orioles was like, except in those games, the magic happened. You know, uh, right, you know the ball just <laughs> landed on the right Right. side of the line and not the left side of the line.
1: So with that, like the thing that I think about with good playoff games with good playoff teams is that they're able to capitalize on mistakes and not let their Mm -hmm. mistakes catch up with them. And like, that was Jane. This is something that I like thought about a lot with the twins in the wildcard was they were making, they were like, their mistakes weren't catching up with them and they're capitalizing on the mistakes of the um, like blue Jays. Absolutely. if if the Orioles can't pounce on the Rangers bullpen, when it's literally the Rangers bullpen, that's a really (laughs) bad (laughs)
3: song.
0: Yeah. 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 Like how many times they bailed? They bailed Chapman out so yeah, so hard. How many times this season have we seen on Twitter or Blue Sky just like, "Oh, Chapman's fucking it up again," and everyone's just <laughs> loving <Yep>. it. Yeah, <laughs> from you know twenty nine other fan bases, Bringing everybody together. together.
2: Like, yeah, it's a great postseason tradition. It's beautiful.
0: Yeah, it's just Chapman yeah. fucking up a save really bad. I mean, even like it could be a totally useless regular season game of like, you know, the Rangers versus like the Nats or some bullshit that like shouldn't even be a game and like, and it's just oh, Chapman's blown a save. Sick. (laughs) Like everyone (laughs) loves it.
1: You get that like grimace from him and you smile because like that means that he knows that he's done poorly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it rules.
2: (laughs) And that cynicism could flip tomorrow. You know, they could get like in the first inning, they could like put six like tack on five runs against uh, They're starting pitcher and totally turn mm-hmm. things around. But yeah, yeah. at the moment, I'm, I think we're all feeling a little bit cynical about uh, a lot of like the, the big contenders, the teams we really expected to win it all. Uh, again, because there were two pretty big upsets in the NL last night. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Steven, <laughs> how are you feeling about uh, Phillies over Braves right now? I described the experience
3: of watching that game as trying to defuse a bomb in midair after jumping out of a plane. Um, (laughs) See
0: that they were up like the whole game. And yeah, they didn't score a run.
3: (laughs) Yeah, but it was the Braves. It was the first Braves
2: home shutouts in like two years or something. Yes, it's been an insanely long time. August
3: 21. The score, the score really does not reflect how close that game was. There were so many moments of the Braves have a runner on third and have like
0: a like a nuclear batter. This is how you talk the entire time during the watch along too, where (laughs) where you're like, oh, here comes the Aaron Nolan implosion, and it never happened. And like the entire time you talked like that,
3: statistically. Based, based on this season, the Aaron Nola implosion not happening is an outlier.
0: Okay. You look great. Right. You look great. Actually, can
1: you explain like a Philly online thing? What, what's the fourth inning business with Aaron Nola?
3: Oh, okay. So Aaron Nola is a great pitcher who is also sometimes a terrible mm-hmm. pitcher. And he, more than anyone I've ever seen, he gets like, When he melts down, it's just a total meltdown. Like he, when he gets rattled, it just all unravels and falls apart. And usually that happens in the round, the fourth inning in. So Toyota has sponsored for the Phillies, the fourth inning. So the fourth inning is the Toyota Rav fourth inning. And um, everybody thinks it's annoying and stupid, but statistically this year I, he has had a lot of meltdowns during the 4th inning so now that is now that it's Can just I just mean.
2: say if oh. we're talking about statistics Aaron Nola started 32 games this season okay he was pulled before the 5th <laughs> inning four times and those four four out of 32 times were, those One four times
3: eight. were traumatic
0: Lauren okay
3: in
2: fairness 3 of them were in, in September so i think that's where i think there's some recency bias here
0: yeah, I think so. The game was
3: good. It was stressful as hell.
0: It had one very strange catcher's interference call. Yes. That was really that was wild. That was really weird cuz like you couldn't see anything on the replay. You could hear it though.
2: You could you hear could, it. That was a pain for me.
0: You could hear it and all three, you know, the umpire and JT Real Muto And Sean Murphy all like acted like it happened. Yeah, Yeah, they all knew. Yeah, they all knew it happened. But like, were they all just going off the audio cue? It was very strange. It was
3: Sean Murphy not arguing. It was was the tell there.
2: Yeah, I think there was probably just like just like the angle we got wasn't a very good one. I think there was probably if if you you know you have three sixty degree cameras or something, you probably find an angle to show it. But just we didn't capture it.
3: And of course, it happened during. A bases loaded situation, so it <laughs> it resulted in a run scored.
2: It was so funny. That which, was the insurance where they got. It, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it I, ended up not mattering
3: because the Braves didn't score a single yeah. run. But uh, oh my, boy, my,
2: my hot take on this is that effectively shutting down the Braves inning by inning and always maintaining a lead, they're also effectively shutting down the chop for the whole game. Yeah, I think does yes. qualify as an effective form of a uh, collective. Um, anti-fascist action yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah
0: this is like community defense
2: yeah it's not quite <laughs> as effective as like a break clinic but it's close
0: uh so they they we had a
3: flashback to the oh god 2012 wild card where the race where the crowd uh the braves park were throwing trash onto the field because oh, of- yeah. oh yeah
2: we did yeah. get some trash in the yeah field. yeah that was it was very was funny that
0: pretty classless yeah
3: multiple
2: <laughs> reporters had to be like okay and when you're writing the headlines Make sure you specify it's not a home game for the Phillies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't need to put this on them. That'd be unfair.
3: How dare Phillies fans go to Atlanta and wear Braves <laughs> gear to throw it's, trash
1: on the field. It's a false flag, attack. It's yeah, a false flag attack. attack.
0: Yeah, it's it's like that. It's like that tweet where it's like something American happens in America, what are we, a bunch of Asians? But it's like, yeah, something extremely Atlanta happens in Atlanta. What are we, a bunch of Philadelphians? <laughs>
2: Yeah, they had uh, during that they had like one shot of like a young woman who was like feeling really upset and and sad, mm-hmm. and it was just like they they really focused on her I think just because everyone else in that crowd looks like their name is like Eustace Beauregard the third in like a polo shirt yeah. makes three hundred fifty thousand dollars a year the
0: jet ski distributor they're personally lobbying for Cop City yeah.
2: <laughs> that's what they should just call like the 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 uh, the pictures there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Cop
0: City is just an extension of the truest battery. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're
1: building it across the
0: interstate.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah. That's, the, that's what they wanted to build it out there for was to you yeah. know have the real estate around it.
0: <laughs> okay, well, Phillies, Phillies win one on the road. That's great. Game taking game one on the road from the from the Braves. Um,
2: no, not quite an upset, I would say. Not as much an no. upset as the other one of the NL. No. but like mm-hmm. people were heavily favoring the Phillies just on the strength of their offense. Yeah, or, were and, heavily favoring the Braves on the strength of their offense. Yeah, and and that uh, crowd, oh, that
3: crowd was so quiet. Yeah, <laughs> I <laughs> I do not like I I do not want to dwell on playoff crowd discourse because I think it has been gotten a little a little away from a little us. Played out, yeah. But it was. It was shocking, and I'm not even comparing it to Citizens Bank Park. Like It was shocking watching that game last night after watching the game in Baltimore and the game in Houston. Because it's like, there was nothing. There was nothing. <laughs> yeah, you could hear a you pin could, drop.
1: Yeah. You think Blooper regrets running his mm-hmm. mouth? Oh, probably.
2: I think sh- Blooper probably. <laughs> yeah, we got to talk about that, don't we? <laughs> This is one of the weirdest social media mistakes I've seen in years. This is like stakehums level fuck up. For anyone that doesn't know, blooper the blooper
0: account on Twitter was talking a lot of shit about the Philly the Philadelphia fanatic, the Philly Fanatic, and saying like said something like the Philly <laughs> fanatic is an OG, but when was the last time he was on a highlight reel? It was black and white. Like it was really stupid. And you know, pretty much every every Philadelphia Phillies fan got online <laughs> and was just like posting his address at him.
1: They're they're sending photos of like Truest Park to him. Like, I know where you live.
0: <laughs> yeah, there was a lot. There was one that was extremely
4: yeah, funny, but
3: oh, I don't yeah. want to yeah, describe on the air. Yeah. I it was such a gift to us because the Braves are just head and sh- like yeah in every by every metric the Braves are better than the Phillies, and their players are fun, and with the exception of one of them, like good like mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. good, it feels good to root
2: for
4: them. Yeah,
3: yeah. You know if you're if you're neutral or positive As about the Braves, if they're on your the fantasy team.
2: team, yeah,
3: we like to get rowdy and we kind of just we needed to put that energy somewhere that was healthy and constructive and not like oh these people are going too far uh and then here comes blooper randomly taking a shot at one of the like the most beloved aspect of the philadelphia phillies franchise bar none period so we got to have a little
2: fun on the off day you're yeah. kind of like constructing a like a Christ metaphor for blooper here, and I'm not yeah. sure if I'm okay with
1: that. So I was actually gonna I was gonna refer to blooper as like a flesh toned hate totem for the city of Philadelphia.
0: <laughs> <laughs> blooper sucks so much.
1: He's
2: terrible. Blooper's been yeah. a fucking
0: like blooper. Blooper has been like a blue lives matter fucking blue lives piece of matter shit forever. Right there in the name. Yeah. yeah, blue lives matter. Yeah.
1: No, who, who referred, no. referred to blooper as um, the white flight Philly fanatic?
2: Uh, we we've been doing a lot of that. Um I just don't get why he's the color of earwax. That's it's baffling. I don't know, terrible mascot, terrible account.
0: He's a upgrade from fucking Chief Winnom game or whatever the last one was. Is that the name? <laughs> no,
3: no, no, no. It was
0: it was Nakahoma. It was Nakahoma.
3: Nakahoma that's right. Uh blooper has not tweeted in 12 hours. Yeah. Good. Probably
2: best that's to like leave good. lay off that account until the end of the postseason. Yeah. <laughs> that was a completely unforced error i don't get like they, <laughs> I, I know how those social accounts work there's an approval process it's not just something like an intern firing mm-hmm. off on their phone there's like a, a vetted or there should be like a vetted process of accountability on those kinds of things on the corporate side yeah how the fuck yeah, does definitely. that get through
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it just the account just tweets like a normal person which is just very off-putting and mascots
1: shouldn't yeah. tweet like normal people. Like, they should not have like inner lives in that way. Like, it's just like, <laughs> no. you know, th- their Twitter account no. should basically just be them giving a digital thumbs up somehow.
2: I don't, I don't want the interiority of, of like Mr. Redlegs. There's no need for that. In, you know, in
0: a couple of days after not tweeting, we shouldn't have to hear Blooper be like, so I'm going through a real tough time right now. I'm going through a breakup. <laughs> like, like I
1: don't want like, that. No it's like,
2: apology I, for blooper.
1: No, he, <laughs> you know, he turns he turns the avatar black and like locks the account. And you know that he's going through something.
3: I know that Gritty tweets like a person, which I don't love. But when they did finally make the fanatic in Instagram. There is never any caption on any post
0: <laughs> good. And that's the way that's to do it, it, folks. I don't think the fanatic should be able to speak English. <laughs> no, like, I, <laughs> like he should be. He should he's be a like, mime. He's an alien. Yeah, he should He should be an alien that is physically incapable of like making English uh, like noises. <laughs> yeah, and likewise, if yeah. we could
2: understand the uh, the fanatics language, it was just instant like uh, insanity inducing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like
1: hearing the voice of God. Yeah. Are you trying to say like <laughs> the fanatic is actually an Eldritch Horror that just happens
2: yeah, to be amusing? Yeah. yeah. Obviously, <laughs> there was bound to be a cute one as a, like a defense mechanism, evolutionary mechanism at some point. That's he's from the Galapagos
3: Islands, so
0: yeah. yeah. Well, he's he's the chaotic good Eldritch Horror. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: um, before we get off this topic, I, I do uh, this. This this was very amusing to me. Someone. Someone tweeted, so the Eagles are playing the Rams this week, and someone tweeted at the Rams mascot, you're next. And the Ugh. Rams mascot replied, just reading your bio, I'm cool. Have a have a good, great rest of your Saturday.
0: Yeah, he doesn't want that smoke. <laughs> he he knows it. <laughs> Like that's a smart can, mascot right there. Yeah, you, you you can't. I feel like you can't go after once you haven't done anything yet. Like you go, yeah, you go after blooper because he started it. Yeah. Like, and anybody back, else that tries yeah. to tries to start shit about the fanatic, then yeah, you go after them. But like, just the the fucking yeah, the Rams one jamming. What are they? They're still in L. A. Right? Yeah. 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 So he's just jamming some like weird spinach pizza in his mouth and. <laughs> And just like, what the fuck? What what do I do with this? I didn't say shit. <laughs> yeah. Said we weren't going to talk extensively about the Phillies game, and here we are. We're
3: we're not um, talking about. We did not talk extensively about the Phillies game. We talked about
2: whatever. Yeah, I do want to touch briefly at least on the other games, including an incredibly funny. Uh, I think last week I said like we we do a lot of this podcast, um, but we consistently count out the Dodgers. So we're doing talking about. Because we're all at the East Coast, it's hard for us to watch West Coast games sometimes. So we mm-hmm. tend not to talk about the Dodgers. I'm going to revise that position this week. Maybe it's okay to not talk about the Dodgers.
0: Yeah, that was pretty rough last night. Sean. his we're 200 ERA current. or whatever, something. Yeah, 162. Yeah, he must be going through like some sort of injury that he's been hiding, right?
1: No, actually, Dave Roberts, I saw this. I don't know if this was last night or this. I guess it has to be last night because it's 10 o'clock. It's early there now. He said like Roberts expects Kershaw to make the game four start if needed and that he's not injured. So it just mm-hmm. he just laid an egg, mm-hmm. basically.
2: He had did not have his stuff at all. Yeah. I mean, and also some of the, you can't just you can't just talk about Kershaw. The Diamondbacks offense looked really good. Yes. Uh, like they true. were firing on all cylinders. Uh, Corbin Carroll and Cattell Marte both had an incredible game. So did uh, Moreno, uh, Moreno, the uh, biking on his name. Gabby Moreno, the catcher, had an incredible game, both behind the plate mm-hmm. and offensively with the grand with a grand slam. Uh, but yeah, tacking on five on Kershaw in the first inning, it turns out a great way to, to make the Dodgers look uh, uh, very human. That was absolutely brutal. Um, but we, my grandmother very happy, though. So, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean, now the Phillies have to beat the Braves so that we don't have to worry about, like, what a D-backs Atlanta series looks
0: like. Ugh. yeah. That would I mean, be, I would be very scared of that. I'd be very, very scared of the Diamondbacks losing that, no matter how, like, impressive yeah. they look in this Dodgers series i would be extremely scared of that
2: i'm i'm on the next level of this and i'm starting to do the brain calculus of oh fuck who can beat the astros yeah yeah it's not it's painful to think about it's i i I need i need the twins to bounce back in game two and show some life here because if this is just a whole playoff series of just like the dread of the astros creeping back to the world series again i'm gonna be pissed
0: okay uh yeah i'll say it i i do have definitely have that feeling of dread.
2: Yeah, <laughs> like, right now, <laughs> which I don't think he's even grounded in statistics so, or facts. We're just right. them yeah. doing it somehow.
0: Like if they get to the CS this year, that would be like a seventh year in a row or some bullshit mm-hmm. yeah. that they've been. And this is like the, the weakest they've been series. in years.
1: And Jane, so how much of that is just like a trauma response from us? Like the moment that something goes wrong, recognizing like after 20 years of this, that we're just like, oh, this is the end of it no matter what. Yeah, and like, mm-hmm. right.
0: Yeah, right. And and so. Yesterday's game, the Twins the Astros. Bailey Ober got the start, which I don't I wasn't a huge fan of that to be honest because Bailey Ober got shut down in like early September cuz he had thrown more innings than he had ever thrown before and he was just looking gassed. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't looking great. That's why the Twins had so many Dallas Keigel starts in September. But they sent him to AAA, they rested him and then they brought him back and then literally first pitch of the game, uh, he gives up a home run to Jose Altuve. Not what you want to see. No. Or first, his first pitch of the game, not what you want to see. He was credit. Great. He settled down after that very nicely. Mm-hmm. Yep. He did. He gave up a couple more runs, though. He only, you know, he got taken out after the third for Kenta Maeda, but But eventually the Twins were down 5 0, which that that felt bad. <laughs> like that, that yeah. felt really bad. It wasn't until the seventh inning that Jorge Blanco hit a three-run home run, and then the next batter was Royce Lewis. I was with a friend of mine, and his exact words were, "I think there's a high percent, there's a high percent chance for back-to-back jacks," and, <laughs> which is very funny. And then Royce Lewis immediately hit a home run. So when you when it's but it does feel so bad to score four runs in an inning and you're still down, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that's brutal. That is rough. Jordan Alvarez, of course, it's another home run because he's just, yeah, just incredible, just a ridiculous human being. He's just a machine. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it was a game that felt bad for so long of it, especially because the twins kind of got to Verlander in those first two innings and they put a lot of base runners on and they just could not capitalize off it, though. They didn't need they didn't do the thing they need to in playoff baseball.
2: Verlander did that thing, too, where he got better over time, which is very annoying.
0: Yeah, he has like a six ERA in the first inning. He does he he takes some time to settle in usually. That game felt pretty brutal for most of it. And then at the end, like, okay, it, it's just like it gave me some hope where it was like, okay, even if they lose this one, they showed signs of life. They made it a game again in the seventh. Like there was, there was some problems with that offense that didn't feel very good. Like uh, mm-hmm. Matt Walner looked pretty lost every time he was up. Question about
1: Matt Walner. Cause I was watching this at a bar with my mom um, because my mom's in town. Um, and what, to ha- what happened in left field? There was like, there was some play where he just like, wasn't there.
0: I'm yeah. Thinking- that was uh, and that was one of the earlier runs that they scored. It should, where it should have been a routine play. And like, on the broadcast i couldn't tell exactly what happened cuz he didn't see all of it so i was like did he just get a really bad jump and a really bad read and take a bad path there cuz he was nowhere near where that ball sh- where he should have been for a um you know a right-handed hitter to pull the ball over there but they said something on the broadcast that like he was shifted over to the right for some reason i think to like i think it was like a no doubles sort of thing mm-hmm. Like he was, he was playing all the way to the right of the Crawford boxes, from what I saw, and I was like, "It was bizarre, yeah, bizarre, very bizarre." I don't know why the fuck he was over there. Probably wasn't his call though. So I don't know. He's not a great left fielder by any means, even though he has like he has like ninety nine percent percentile arm strength, but not a great right fielder. But anyway,
2: something that just occurred to me is that uh, I said last week that I wasn't mad about the Mariners. I am now a little bit mad about the Mariners because I just briefly imagined in like my mind palace what an amazing postseason it would be if we didn't have to hear about the fucking Crawford boxes for yeah. <laughs> one October. Yeah, Like, the Mar-
0: the Mariners dropped the ball so fucking <sighs> hard. The Mariners and the Rangers really both did. Like, they had, both of those teams had, like, pretty lousy Septembers. Yeah. And the Marin- or the Rangers especially had a really lousy August. And so they could, I mean, okay, Rangers oh, their August was way worse than their September. But anyway, like, both of those teams could have just won a couple more just games. Just a couple more, and we would have had, and we would have had a, a postseason without the Yankees, the Red Sox, the fucking Astros. Like, how many like postseasons have we just looked at the AL side and just been like, fuck, uh, yeah? Like, I remember specifically, like the twenty twenty one postseason was mm-hmm. just like awful. <laughs> awful to look at.
1: It's one team that like we're like okay, this is fun. This is like a, a fun team to root for. And then like le- like bringing back the Twins, they get absolutely crushed <laughs> in the DS. And then you're stuck with like Yankees, Astros, and you're like I don't I yeah. don't want any of this.
2: God. yeah, yeah. Astros, Rangers. I'm I'm not going to turn it on if that's what happens. Yeah, I'm just like no, no, thanks. I I can't do
0: it. Like, I'll watch
2: a I'll watch a three hour YouTube about dinosaurs that night. That's fine. I want.
0: Yeah, I want the Texas baseball fans to all be as miserable as the Florida baseball fans. Like,
2: <laughs> we've got not sorry a, a lot of nice Rangers fans in the Discord. Yeah, yes. like yeah, their yeah. offense, all that. I'm just, I will yeah, yeah, take, I'll
0: take the Rangers,
3: but
2: like, yeah. like
3: even last night or yesterday, I, I was in and out of the Twins game, and uh, you know, I, I am sorry, but seeing not only a game played in Houston, but with like. That specific mm. score bug with those specific <laughs> announcers. I'm like, that oh, score bug sucks mm, shit. It's I'm so having bad. I'm having PTSD here. I don't like this. I don't yeah. like paying it. I don't like Astros in postseason. Nope. It would. Yeah. I I need mm-hmm. some time. I need a little bit more time before I can like get into those. Well, yeah. So
1: one thing we need to talk about is for the twin series in Minnesota, it's going to be cold. Like it is Minnesota yeah. in October. Ooh. Ooh. And I'm starting to wonder if like, cause I, I'm looking at like the feels like temperature and like, I'm not there, but like, it's like 45 degrees at game time or whatever. And I have to wonder like, if that's going to present some sort of, you know, advantage for the twins because the Astros are used to playing in like either the heat or like a climate controlled stadium. And now they got to deal with the fact that like none of their pitchers can feel their fingers anymore.
2: That would be an interesting thing to look into is like the start of the last couple of years sees if they've ever like played a lot of games in uh, like April, May in in, uh, Boston or or Minnesota or.
0: I know that I went to a, uh, a twins Astros game in 2019 where it had been raining all day. So the, They weren't sure if the game was going to happen and the tickets were dirt cheap. I literally paid $5 for like (laughs) fifth row up right by third base, like incredible seats and um, five bucks a ticket for those. And it was like 45 degrees and wet (laughs) and miserable. And the Astros absolutely kicked the shit out of the Bomba Squad t- <laughs> Twins. Just awful. So I, I have no.
2: Yeah. On the hitting side, I wouldn't be concerned at all. And, but... you know, I I don't I don't
0: see that as an advantage anymore. Like, you know, they used to talk about the, you know, you'll go watch the old the, the John Boys history of the Vikings thing where that was an advantage that they had and stuff. But like. I don't know. I don't really see that as an advantage for baseball because like everybody plays all over the place in the summer and it's fucking hot everywhere in the summer. Uh and then like okay, now it's cold, but it's like yeah, it's, you're playing in the cold for the first time too.
3: Yeah.
1: I mean, so. and maybe it's one of those things where it might be uh it might be a factor like down the road, like if we make it to the CS or like god willing the world god. series and it's like atlanta <laughs> twins or whatever and it's like In oh yeah, no, you soft, yeah you're like soft <laughs> southerners can't take this that yeah. would be
2: so funny yeah i don't know i think there probably are like coping strat i'd be interested to hear from a pitcher if there's like coping strategies that the twins probably do work on the pitching side specifically like with like fingertips and keeping your hands warm keeping your hands active Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it, Houston is their pitching is like the weakness this season, uh, the starting pitching in particular. Uh, it, it might be something. I don't know. And that's why the starting and like that's why I feel that this
0: game is kind of the worst matchup of all five that could potentially happen with the twins and the Astros. The one that just happened um, or the one today? Yeah, the one yeah. that just happened, you know, because the twins were coming off of their. Their series where they had to use Pablo Lopez and Sonny Gray, mm-hmm. um, and the Astros are coming into it at the top of their, their game. Like I mean, Verlander, and then tomorrow, today is gonna be Framber Valdez, and that's the best. Those are the best case scenarios for them. And both of those guys are not the stars that they really used to be. Even though you know Verlander had a great day yesterday, but he's still forty year old Justin Verlander. You know, mm-hmm. Framber Valdez is not as great this year as he has been <clears> in the past. Now it's going to be Pablo Lopez and then Sonny Gray again. So, like, I do feel so much better about that. Like, mm-hmm. I really, really, really do.
1: And Houston starters really fall off after the one, too. Like, it's just a bunch of, like, guys that threw too much last season and just, like, aren't yep. working through it. But also, yep. Lauren, to get back to your idea of, like, coping strategies, I'm really hoping that the Twins are just, like, keeping Sonny Gray in a meat locker for the next two days, like, there's <laughs> on a restaurant that'll, like, let him live in there.
2: He'd be fine yeah. with that. Yeah, they will yeah. bring, bring him hot dogs to the door. It's, yeah.
0: Sonny, we brought you some stuff to make your hair look even fucking weirder. Like, but you have to stay in this padded room. Yeah.
1: Hey, the man yeah. can't help that he's balding. I get it.
0: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, I do feel good about those. So, like, this might be Cope, too, but I, I feel good about tonight's game. Listen, and, uh, it's the playoffs.
3: It's all yeah. Cope.
0: Yep. Cope and all I'll, the way down. And I'm going on Tuesday, and... <laughs> God it will be a huge bummer if the only two playoff games I've ever been to at Target Field are like we might get swept out of the DS tonight. Oh. Like <laughs> 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 I really really hope that that is not the case cuz I got I got tickets to Tuesday's
3: game. Mm-hmm. We we got to we got to draw upon that 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 um agnostic Faith or the non-religious yeah. faith. Every, you say? You everybody,
0: leave. everybody needs to channel Craig Finn, you know, <laughs> him being like, uh, "Oh, b- uh, baseball's my church," or whatever. Like, we need to, we all need to do that. I'm actually, actually, I'm positive that there is a baseball project song that he's on, where he says something like, "I prayed more in that dome than I ever did
1: in church." Yeah, it, I'll find it for call, the
0: outro song.
1: Don't call them Twinkies. It's I listened to it yesterday on my way it's to the bar. It's a great song, yeah. actually.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: And like they can win tonight and then there's no pressure for game three and we can just kind of we can enjoy it. And mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. I am enjoy the ride on
0: this one. Like by yeah, the time yeah.
2: anyone hears this, we'll know we, we yep. exist in a state of quantum misery. That yeah. they... No, I'm putting
0: it out this afternoon. So <laughs> <laughs> some
2: people will. <alone. laughs>
0: all right. Do we have anything else we want to talk about? We talked about all the series, Is right? There any
2: mailbag or anything?
0: Yeah, we covered all the series. there mailbag like, questions.
3: There's some there's not really any that are. There's like people
0: still asking questions for Sean. And it's like, that was last week. You know, that was last week. I can try to answer them. I I don't know. I don't know anything (laughs) about being a major
1: league baseball pitcher.
3: Yeah. Have you, uh, from Jeremy, have you had a chance to use your lifetime pass
2: yet? I have not. No. (laughs) Thank you. uh uh why why did lauren refuse to admit the city of philadelphia fixed trade turn with the power of love because love isn't real god isn't real (laughs) We live in a a broken like a a godless universe this is the start of lauren's
0: rom-com where it's the opening the opening scene is lauren on her podcast being like love's not real (laughs) <laughs> and not not in baseball or in my dating life. And it's then, all chemicals like, and hormones.
2: It's all yeah. Fake. Yeah. So yeah Philadelphia, the, uh, they're just good fans.
1: That's a Hallmark movie intro right there. Like you're gonna meet oh, like yeah. a very yeah. conventionally handsome man here in like two hours, and it's gonna change everything. <laughs>
2: it's gonna be Trey Turner. We're gonna go golf with Trump together. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's either gonna be that, or it's gonna be like a really bad version of that movie Bros with Billy Eichner. I'm pretty sure that was like <laughs> the same exact thing. Like I'm positive he was a podcaster in that fucking movie. So. We'll end it there. Cooper, thank you so much. Thank you for having me and helping me
1: talk through some of... uh... The emotions that I, do, I I just can't feel I needed normal. it too.
0: I needed it so yeah. bad. Too. You can't really yeah. talk to a
2: therapist about sports. They're like, this that's not a real thing. You, you're not here to <laughs> talk to <you." laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm here to talk to you about like your your crushing on we but like the other kind. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. Well thank you and thank you for listening everybody. We're gonna be doing I don't know if we're gonna do another we're not gonna do another watch long during this the DS period, I don't think, but Probably see you in the, the CS series. Mm-hmm. Uh we'll we'll watch one of those. Steven just being like, Oh fuck, I hope the Phillies make it, but I don't want to watch the Phillies
3: in the C S on stream. Can we yeah, can we watch can we watch a DS twins game, please? I wanna do it a- if that
0: happens, yeah, I'll do that for sure. Because <laughs> that because then maybe they'll get enough respect to not have a game that's on at like three PM.
1: Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I have had to burn so much PTO to watch the twins. Like, Yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, anyway, well, uh, go go sign up, patreon.com slash battingaround, where you're going to have to do that for the, uh, the watch-alongs coming up. We did a free one for everybody the other day. And it was a ton of fun, so go sign up there. All
4: right. In 1965 I wasn't quite alive yet But I'm told they gave the MVP To Zolio Versailles Believer hit the singles And Harmon hit the homers Mudcat Grant won 20 games And they didn't play in a dome yet The Dodgers came to Bloomington To play for the World Series The Twins took the first two You can even ask Ben Scully But Sandy Kovacs proved to be a bit too much to crack And the Twins went down at seven But they vowed. That they be back From Nicholas to Hennepin From St. Paul to St. Cloud The Minnesota Twins are making Minnesota proud And we don't buy our titles So that summer's where we stay But these are grown men These are grown men These are heroes Please don't call them Twinkies In the fall of I was pretty much in heaven I got my license and a girlfriend The twins had won a pennant I prayed more in the dome than I ever did at church Kirby Puckett had the smile Ken Herbig had the smirk But first we tamed the tigers Then we would tell the cards And they came to the twin cities to try to make sense of our part It was loud and it was close And it went to seven games But the twins took home the title and that sweet music played From the south side of downtown, Minnesota Twins are making Minnesota proud. So hey, let's make some noise, come on away, those homer hankies, these are grown men. These are grown men. These are heroes. Please don't call them Twins. We're once again on top We faced Atlanta in the series And they thought that they were hot I've never seen nothing so lame as that Fonda Hawk shot. For we were up against the ropes When Kirby caught a shot And as he ran around the bases Smiling, pumping, fists We all knew that he had won it That was only just game six And the next night Jack Morris came And made us hometown proud You should watch it in slow motion Rock was clearly out From Mankato to Brainerd From Burnsville to Bemidji Now we're playing outdoor baseball And that's the way it should be Raise a toast to Kirby Puckett Raise another to Tom Kelly they the Minnesota Twins So let's not call them Twinkies We got Justin, we got Show That's enough reason to party We don't buy titles, but we still want 2 World Series So grab yourself a free two beer Raise a toasted to Garty. So please don't call them twins